1: This is Dion Cliso from the Preps KC Studio powered by Xfinity Internet. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi for an ultra-fast and incredibly powerful connection. Here in the Preps KC Studios, we are powered by Xfinity. We thank them for everything they do for high school football. And this great picture that you see in the video that you've done is all powered uh, by them. And we bring in uh, Truman Coach Robert Stowe. And Coach, your first year uh, as head coach there, second year at Truman. And uh, it's been a difficult kind of run uh, for Truman the last few years, but your numbers are way up, then that's gotta be the first sign right there that that things are trending, almost double what you had last year in spots. Um, is that the first thing that's got you excited about this upcoming season?
0: Yeah, I mean, just having more numbers allows us to be able to do more things in practice. You know, last year, you know, I've I've been tons of places. You know, I've been in Winnetonka, uh, Lafayette and St. Joe, Kearney, Missouri. I spent a few years up in Clear Lake. All those places, numbers weren't an issue. So creating a scout team, having a, a fully effective practice, wasn't ever anything I really had encountered before. So last year we had to get creative running some half line stuff instead of full 11 on 11 or nine on seven. And, you know, this year we can actually get a couple, couple different um, offensive teams going against a, a scout team defense and vice versa. Um, and that's only going to reap, we're going to reap the benefits from that in terms of our on-field plays, we're able to get more reps and more of a realistic look. So that's, I mean, that's the first and foremost thing. And the other thing, too, is like, you know, we're a school of 1,500. You know, we need to increase the percentage of the the boys and girls walking around this this building that want to be a part of this football team and be a part of this turnaround. So I think going from around 50 players last year that we finished with to now we have about 96 on the roster, I think it's a sign that we're doing things the right way and we're heading in the right direction.
1: How has the summer been? I, I know a lot of times when a new coach comes in, it's a tough transition, but you're already in the building. Uh and, and kind of knew you know you were able to hit the ground runner.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, in, in comparison to uh you know, my peer across the, across town, Mike, Rose ivy you know, he. I think he got hired in January, February, and he started doing a lot of work, but again, he wasn't really in the building. Uh, for me, I got hired late, but because I was working with Charlie Pugh, we had started all this stuff really early in January, February. So um, it is a different situation than if I were got, got hired in the last week of May and coming in from a different building. Um, Charlie brought me in for this specific reason to help kind of get the off field stuff going the right direction. Um, and so we set our sights on that really early in the off season. Um, the biggest thing when we did our exit interviews after last season there were two main issues um the locker room seemed to be kind of a toxic place it didn't seem like it was an inviting place and that makes sense when you look at our numbers you know why would anybody want to be a part of a losing team especially one that wasn't inviting and and you know potentially wasn't a very friendly place and so that was our that was the that was kind of ground zero for a lot of our work was trying to build up the brotherhood and the trust amongst the, the guys in that locker room. And then after that, um accountability, you know, and being consistent with accountability. I think with low numbers in with players and low numbers in our coaching staff. Um, you know, I think a lot of coaches on the staff had a lot on their plate. And so certain accountability pieces just kind of fell out, fell by the wayside. And the program really uh, was hurt by that. So, um, you know, starting in January, February with off-season workouts and whatnot, um, we really just hammered home, you know, being a good person, being a good teammate and holding not just themselves accountable, but their teammates as well. Um, That, that parlayed itself into the summer. Uh, This summer, I think we had, you know, our goal was to have 90% attendance. Um, I think we had about 50 guys meet that, you know, when it was all said and done, um, maybe about 40. But regardless, more than we had on the roster last year. So that was huge. Yeah. Um, and then together, we, we, we stepped out into the community and uh, collectively we did over 500 hours of community service, you know, from about, you know, we counted a couple of the basketball games doing um, concession stands, but that was very minimal in that count. Most of those hours, probably about 475 of those hours were from June on, you know, and that's everybody getting in on that. Our goal is to have every kid, you know, by the end of the football season, have 10 community service hours and we're about halfway there. So it's very promising because, you know, in a town in a town that really has four high schools, you know, coming out the other side of a pandemic. um, We have to kind of remind people that we're still here. You know, there's a football team on this side of town. Uh, we would like their support. It's a two way street. So we went out and supported them in hopes that maybe they would come back around and support us when we need them as well.
1: Uh, what are you seeing in your team this summer, offensively and defensively, that you like?
0: Um, you know, coach, uh, coach Pugh was the defensive coordinator last year, so when losing him, that was my main focus, trying to find a defensive coordinator, and I hired Greg Smith from East High School. He was the head coach and athletic director yep. there for several years. I think he was in KCPS for, I think, 31 was the final count, so um, he brings a lot of veteran leadership to us on the defensive side of the ball because, frankly, without him, we're an extremely young staff. Um, so we needed that veteran leadership and guidance and it allows me to kind of get a, take a hands-off approach with defense. It allows me to focus on my guys on offense um, and just makes my job a little bit more manageable. So he's been a, a great help. Um, offensively, you know, last year it was kind of a hodgepodge, you know, coach P had, had a couple different offensive coordinators. I think he even served as one for a little bit and then I came in. So our main goal was to just try to streamline that, um, you know, run wise, conceptually, there's a lot of stuff that, 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 you know, Coach Pugh and I agreed upon and, and some stuff that was left over. So the run game hasn't really changed a whole lot. Past game, we just kind of, we reduced it a little bit. We had a lot of different concepts and it just didn't really make sense for this level, for our kids and their skill level and where they're at currently to have that many things in. So we just kind of, we try to tighten up the package a little bit, just make it easier to install and easier for the kids to understand. And that's, and that's pretty much what they were doing on the defensive side as well. I mean, Coach Pugh is a big X's and O's guy. Um, Coach Smith is too, but we, they're just taking a different approach trying to allow the kids to um, play a little bit more freely.
1: Well, coach, it it sounds like things are moving in the right direction. The numbers are up. Uh, Good luck this season. We appreciate you taking time with us.
0: No, thank you so much. Appreciate it.